0: This is the Coaching Uncovered podcast with me, your host, Emily Hodge, where I cover or uncover some of the biggest coaching industry questions that many of us are asking so that we can get underneath what makes coaching work and where it might even go wrong for individuals and as an industry to help its reputation and worth grow well into the 22nd century to have even more impact. I hope you enjoy the series. If I had a word of the year it would be consistency. It doesn't sound sexy, it's not very glamorous, but for many of us, it's the oil behind our business. Even if we don't think or feel we have much consistency. That's what we're talking about today on Coaching Uncovered podcast. Consistency, having consistent practices, messages, niche is 100% based on perception. It is a judgment. There is no right or wrong with consistency. There is what you feel you are doing and can do. And there is what other people think you are doing and can do and there's the impression in the middle. So there isn't a consistent way of doing one particular thing or having one particular way of being or sharing your coaching practice, but for you to be aware of where you can have consistency and where you're avoiding it will be really useful. So today's podcast, I'm going to talk about the areas in your coaching practice where you may be rallying against it that could be useful for you and what you're perhaps not thinking about consistency that could help you as well in future. The first area that I think comes up with coaching in particular around consistency is your overall niche that you work in. If I was to think about when I started coaching, I've always been a coach since I've been an entrepreneur. So you would say that's consistent. I have moved into two bigger niches within my time of coaching. And within that I've adjusted my message somewhat, but my actual message overall has stayed quite consistent. I've always talked about working more kindly, being more kind to ourselves, either in our life or our business. And my niche on top of that, has changed so I went from cancer and life coaching over to business coaching that felt very natural it was a very easy decision in the end to make and went with lots of evidence about who I was coaching. But I guess you could say actually that Emily doesn't seem like she's been very consistent in the years that she's been coaching. And yet you could say over the eight years I've been coaching, that's incredibly consistent. That's not that many niches. That's not that many different messages. And the type of client I coach has not really changed so much in terms of their characteristics and personality. What we want to be careful of as coaches is where we feel we want to change our niche Quite quickly on deciding another one, and where we want to change our message when we haven't built up evidence that that message is or isn't working. And what I mean by that is the sense that we've chosen a niche for what feels like the right reasons, but perhaps it's not working in the way that we wanted it to. Perhaps the way that we're working with that niche or with those people in that niche or the message we're sharing within that niche as well. And the people who resonate with that message, we realize it's not quite right. So do you change lots of little things within the same message and niche, or do you outright decide that this niche and message isn't for you and you change them, one or the other or both? That's what no one can really answer for you, but you definitely owe it to yourself to think about where you can be consistent within certain elements of your business. So if you feel that you've chosen a niche, or it has chosen you, we might say, and it isn't quite the right niche, but you're worried about changing niches and flitting things up and looking like you're not going to be very consistent... What you want to watch for is what is consistent about the way that you work with people that you enjoy. And that will help you to start to recognize what it is within the niche or a completely different niche that you would actually enjoy working in. And that's the same with the message as well. If you're finding that you're working with people under a message, under a tagline that you have, and it's not quite right, like maybe you're not getting the results that you know you can get for clients. Maybe your clients are coming and they're not quite ready for you yet, or the characteristics of them aren't quite the clients that you know you could work with best. You can start thinking about what parts of the message are right, who gets the best results with you so that you can figure out it doesn't need to be a whole message change, it needs to be a tweak in how I come across or how I present that message. And the overarching idea of being consistent with your message and your niche is to really share with you that this stuff can take time. We're led to believe in the coaching industry that things happen very quickly and we can feel like we have the impression that things happen quickly for other people. The adage, you will be very aware of the idea of, you know, not taking first impressions or not just looking at the surface. And a lot of people who show up to us have been doing the work for years and sometimes decades way before we've ever seen them but we can be left with the feeling and the impression that somebody's just turned up rocked on up with a new niche and a new message and they're successful. So what we need to be really careful of is not to take other people's impression of you know, this is a really profitable way to work, for example, is what one of the messages might be. You should follow this method or you should follow this niche, you should work in this way, and then you get veered off course from the message and the niche that you actually love and that you are working in that you're still building up or that you're, you know, realigned with and you feel like you should change. So being consistent in your niche and your message is very much an instinctive thing for you. You get to decide, well, how long... Do I want to put the effort into this? How long do I feel like I'm willing to try this and, and start getting results to assess whether this is the right niche and right message? And something to add to that is that when I started coaching, I felt quite wedded to my original niche very wedded actually and I thought it made me i uh, almost a bad person for wanting to move away from it and as I've coached more and more and I'm here years later I see it happens all the time people change from their broader message to a different one and actually that's the evolution of your coaching business But I would say if you feel like you want to change really quickly check out what it is about what you want to change like what is it you're doing that's telling you that you need to be in a different niche or have a different message and ultimately what would help you be consistent even if you did change your niche and your message so that you know it's still aligned with your values because presumably you've chosen a niche and a message that is somewhat aligned with your values in the first place so do you want to change completely or do you want to just adjust and move into a different space? These are really cool questions to start asking, actually. And you, you should be asking the start of your coaching journey, middle, towards the end, all of the time. Because we, as coaches, need to make sure that we're fully aligned with the message that we're sharing and the people that we're working with. So how can you be consistent in your niche and your message and if you feel like you can't be i.e you want to move it how could you use the idea of consistency to help you change your niche and your message as well Another area that we think about consistency within our coaching practice is around habits, the habits that help us to get into flow, that help us concentrate, um, that help us move into our business brain and the habits that might help us work with a client in particular. So these are behaviours that we might do that mean that we get into the right mindset, the right mind space in order to be the best at our work that day. Something I've noticed with the people that I'll work with and my audience as well, is that we are quite into spiritual practices. Um, actually, I wouldn't even call them spiritual, you know, daily practices. Things like meditation where you can, um, you know, pulling cards, having like joysticks and music that help you get into the right mood to do, you know, the big stuff that you're doing every day. What you might find is that you pick up that kind of practice... And you are not that consistent with it. But you know that doing that um, and going for a walk and journaling before you start seeing three clients in the morning is always helpful to you. But you're struggling with it, particularly maybe now during the pandemic because people are around your house. It's not easy to do it. There's no space. There's no quiet time. So you're finding you can't be as consistent. And what can happen there is we realize that a practice or a habit or a set of habits really that we really liked, that helped us start our workday, commence our workday, carry it on, we're not doing and we're realising that we can't perform as well. So what you need to do is probably give yourself a break that you can't do the five things that you did that helped you get into your business brain, but you may be able to do one. Maybe you'll even be able to to do two. And I think what can happen if we don't think that is we failed There's no point in starting our day with our meditation, our walk, our water, our journaling and our card reading because I can't do any of them. Whereas actually it would just be as beneficial to you to try one. And if you know that even trying one would help you get your business brain on, your concentration brain, then try that. Consistency in our habit and practice is all about showing up. And even if we can't show up in exactly the length of time we'd like to, but it's the quality and the outcome is still the same, then try and work out what will help you be consistent with your practice. Because there's nothing like starting your day in the right mind frame and that will help you to be the best coach you can be for that day. And related to that really is the thoughts and feelings and beliefs that we have about ourselves within our business how can we be consistently, I will say positive here, but with the caveat, how can we be consistently positive so that we are able to do the business, run the business that we want to run and do the work we need to do? But consistently positive doesn't mean faking it and showing up as positive when we don't feel it. What I mean by that is consistently true to ourselves and I mean consistently able to reflect and adjust our thoughts so that they are helpful to us which might be one day I don't feel good today I need to take a sick day or I need to move that meeting because I have to um, you know go for a walk instead or I need to talk to a client about something that's really difficult, um, and that will make me feel more confident. Consistency in your thoughts and beliefs and confidence is really important in running your own business, whatever you do, whatever kind of business it is, because that will help you show up on difficult days. It will help you manage difficult conversations, have tough, make tough decisions, um, have reactions that aren't as wild as they could be. It will help you gloss over stuff that doesn't feel very nice or is a bit icky and it will help you feel resilient overall. And a resilient business owner is a resilient business which is a business that is sustainable and it has longevity. So having consistency in your thoughts, beliefs and confidence is really important because it helps you to stay level. It helps you to then show up to your desk that no one else is going to tell you you need to be at, just you just you telling yourself you need to be out unless you have an appointment obviously with somebody else which hopefully means you do show up to it but consistency in that is really important and how do you get that that can come from a number of ways that can come from those daily habits and practices that we talked about before it can also come from the ability to reflect on your thoughts and adjust them where that's possible as someone who's got a background in psychology i Always talk about things like therapy around CBT. And if you have any experience of therapy, you can use that in your business as well to help you to stay positive like I said to stay mindful of your thoughts whilst you're in your business while you're running your business on that day what else you can do is you can do some exercise so it gets your endorphins flowing so it makes you feel more positive you can talk to somebody else like your business buddy or a membership that you're in that helps you to say you know what I'm not feeling great today I don't know how to get out of it I do need to be in a different state because I've got a big meeting this afternoon. I would like to show up and be positive for it. The consistency part here isn't inconsistently being positive and always, you know, showing up in a yay way. The consistency part is being able to reflect on your thoughts and use that reflection to help you. So think about where you may be avoiding that, sure, or just not doing it because it doesn't fathom to you. It's not part of you know, you're not going to therapy so you don't need to do it, sure, but it will actually really help you to understand where you can also improve your concentration and your then showing up for your customers and your audience in the best way too. Finally, I want to talk about consistency with showing up. This can be one of the most insidious messages that we have that is not helpful for us to take away. So showing up, particularly in a public way, i.e. you must show up consistently on this or that platform for your customers to see you, to understand who you are, to gain your trust and therefore for them to buy from you. That message isn't wrong, but what we need to do is take from it what we can achieve. So showing up consistently will mean so many different things. For one person it might mean showing up five times a day on stories talking about a certain thing that they've done and that for them is consistent for another person it might be once a week they do a live and they do two posts maybe on their Instagram I'm using Instagram as as just an example here for another person consistency might be I send a weekly newsletter let's say or you know an update to my customers someone else consistency means once a month your version of consistent will look different and how you get to that will also look different behind the scenes you don't know whether somebody has you know planned that newsletter those 12 newsletters for that whole year they might have planned them in january the same as someone else who sends them out the night before but they come once a month as well and the one that does it the night before shares something they experienced yesterday and the one that does it from january shares something they know they're going to be talking about in november the outcome is the same in the sense that you get a monthly newsletter but probably the content is different and this is where i talk about the people that i work with who are quite creative and quite moving away from structures that they no longer work in And I think what we can do is when we've come from structured type of roles, we can rally against the idea of having habits or things that keep us feeling constricted so we don't have um, a system of working you know we don't have working hours perhaps we don't have every day at 10 i do this thing uh, and every day at 12 i do this and every thursday i do this that often happens at the start of a coaching business and as people get further into their practice we realize what about consistency works for us and i want you to understand that you have to go with what your personality needs so a lot of people i work with as well who are women we are talking a lot about you know working in flow with our cycle so the consistency would be every month we're looking at where we might have a week of less work or a more fallow period whereas the other two and a half three weeks we might be more active depending on which bit of your cycle you need to work in that makes you feel good that might come across like you know every month you don't know what you're doing but actually you're being quite consistent in how you're looking and planning your work ahead the other way of consistency of kind of showing up might be well for example I might plan my um, Instagram a week in advance so on a Sunday as an example I might look at my content ahead and think about what I want to share this coming week sometimes I can do that and I can bang out five six seven posts other times it will not come to me at all and I have to write a post or share a live or do a story that is completely off the cuff. I don't think I'm particularly consistent in that sense, but it works really well for me because the message that I have is consistent, the niche I have is consistent, the way that I'm showing up is pretty consistent in the sense of it being authentically me. And actually I do share and my audience knows I share stuff that is quite real time and quite personal in relation to business though so actually that is quite consistent for how I'm showing up it's not consistent in a traditional sense of I will have a post out on Instagram 7am every day that there's no right or wrong to that and some people will tell you you have to show up every day Um, and I don't think you shouldn't but if you feel you can't what is your happy medium to it now the thing I will say against that is that because I work with a lot of creatives partly Our brains can be, tell us that we shouldn't show up, for example. Tell us that showing up consistently isn't for us, but you haven't tried it yet. And actually, sometimes our brains need absolute structure in order to be able to perform the best, in order to be able to show up at all. And because I don't know who I'm talking to all the time, I can't tell you which one you should be doing. But if you feel like you work really well with knowing at 10am every weekday you should be showing up or planning your social media or you know going live or writing that email then you should try that because if you know that it might work for you and you haven't tried it yet then try it but don't let your impression of yourself or your impression of what showing up should be or your impression of consistency stop you from trying a version of it that might work for you and equally don't let your impression of showing up Uh, your version of consistency make you do something that is really against how you feel, how you work and how you want to show up for your business as well. I hope that's been useful today. I love consistency. And like I said, I think it's probably my word of the year. Thanks for listening to this episode of Coaching Uncovered podcast with me, your host, Emily Hodge. Find more episodes. Find me over on Instagram at gentle underscore life underscore mindful underscore business, where I share each episode as they're launched and hear your comments too. You can find the podcast on iTunes and Acast also. Have a great day.